0: boys welcome back to episode 22 of the review podcast we have an exciting episode ahead this is the first episode we've done with like multiple people in more than a month we've got carp carp how are you coming at us live from Pennsylvania how's how is it there
1: things are great I'm out here right now we're all getting ready for college game day place is rocking you can't even you it's you can't even hear me it's so loud in here I can hear you
0: fine, but look yeah, at all the it
1: people. Seems- it's packed. We're <laughs> all just waiting for college game day. I'm camped out. Yeah.
0: So as you can hear, it is an electric factory at Penn State right now. We've also got Chase, who's about ten minutes down the road from me. Chase, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just so excited to be in the same proximity as you, Brendan. Really? I'd love nothing more than to be at least two miles away. Yeah, at the most, two miles away. I think I would, I would crumble if I was not within that range. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Robbie, you good there?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, our third host, we've got Fonzie. He's coming at us from wherever he is.
2: Welcome to North Shore, Massachusetts, baby. He's yeah.
0: somewhere in Mass right now. Fonz, how are ya?
2: I am dead inside. <laughs>
0: dead inside. Good, good. That's awesome. i love to hear it, bud. So, we actually wait, have wait. a... Wait, What about you? How are me? you
1: doing today? Well, thanks for asking.
0: No one's ever asked me how I'm doing, on or off a podcast. No one gives a shit about my life. I'm doing great, thank you, though. Oh, uh, <laughs> It was a good long weekend. I celebrated Columbus Day today with with flying colors, and I'm ready to get back to the weekly grind. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, the disciplinary committee is coming.
0: <laughs> <breaking. laughs> uh, but yeah, we're ready to get right into this podcast, episode 22. We've I'll got a lot for- got a lot on the docket. Uh, yesterday was week six of the NFL. And uh, a lot yeah. happened, so I just kind of want to let's let's first talk about Cleveland Browns. <laughs> w- what the hell is going on?
2: <laughs> you know, I'm a Baker guy personally, and it hurts me to too. see them. You know, winning a game, then Baker Mayfield starts to shit the bed, and then like they lose. It's like shit happens, man. Buddy, yeah.
1: let me. You know. be- no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no! no! You have to understand that. You can't talk until you've done something. This guy came into the league acting like he was the, sh- the shit. He was going to be an elite quarterback. Look, there's nobody in the world that thinks that Baker Mayfield doesn't have the talent. Nobody. He's It's here. He sucks mentally, and he's a terrible teammate. From everything I hear, my sources close to the Browns are telling me that people aren't seeing him as a leader. Nobody in the Browns locker room right now thinks that Baker Mayfield's the guy, which is sad because it's only his second year, first fall season, but that his teammates have already given up on him. We know that offense is talented. Secondly, Freddie Kitchens, bum. What about O'Dell? Yeah, so- O'Dell
2: didn't catch shit. <laughs> terrible. Disgrace oh, well, to the Cleveland Browns. Here's problem. my maybe thing. The, maybe the reason he can't catch shit is because his quarterback shit. Don't even say that
0: shit. No, 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 no. Here's my thing. When you trade for a player in the offseason and then try to trade that player six weeks into the season. Yeah, not a great look. Some something's not right in Cleveland. I agree, yeah. Baker. Like the only the only highlight for them is Nick Chubb right now, who Nick Chubb is playing excellent football. Baker Mayfield, on the other hand, went from like last year all the way up here, breaking rookie records, tying rookie records. He actually gave the Browns a decent season. So all the way down here, he looks like Johnny fucking Manziel out there. I don't know what needs to change. It's just everything needs to change. It's stupid. The world needs
1: to change. We have crazy people. First of all, athletes are bouncing onto the scene thinking that that they that they ha- own a place. Look, at that's what's wrong with, like, society right now. People think that they're just given things, that they have a place, that they, it's just there for them. Yeah, I was a starter growing up. Yeah, look, at, I like the Baker Mayfield story. He wasn't that pampered. He was a walk-on. We all know the story, a walk-on at Oklahoma. You have to love that. However, he walked in to a situation in the Browns where he was handed the, the kind of the franchise key, and it kind of changed him. Not that he didn't already have the bones as a psychotic asshole, but that now it just set it off a little bit more. It was like igniting the flame. And that just kind of set him into a spiral. <clears throat> Secondly, I just downed a whole Gatorade in like twelve seconds. I don't know if you guys saw that.
0: Yeah, I was watching. So, that was impressive. Talent.
2: Yeah. That's absolutely. No, talent here I wanna so throw scary. I wanna
0: throw a stat out for you, just to kind of put things into per- perspective.
2: Oh, Jacks. Project-
0: yeah, 11 interceptions. Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield, two two very comparable players, same age, same, you know, play Situation. style, quote-unquote. Lamar yeah. Jackson, through six weeks, has thrown 11 touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, through six weeks, 11 interceptions. And to me, these two completely reversed roles from last year to this year. Last year, people were calling Lamar Jackson a bust, saying that all he could do was run the football and that he couldn't throw for touchdowns. He came out this year and proved everybody wrong. His pass yards have gone like this. His passing touchdowns have gone like this. Look at Baker Mayfield. On the other hand, everything is on the downward trajectory. It's like it's maddening to watch it, especially as a fan of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Make fun of me all you want. But no, no.
1: we were giving visuals.
0: Okay, I appreciate the visuals for yeah. the podcast
1: that <laughs> <laughs> Shit. someone doesn't some of this go on the insta? Yes, yeah, some. Promotion? Yeah, I don't
0: know. So that part's Instagram gonna make follow
2: TBR Sports on Instagram.
0: Yeah, but it's just it's just like at some point the Cleveland Browns like Carp episode 17, you and I I I mean it's just this could still happen. I said Classic the Browns episode. were said the Browns are gonna win the division. And you take a look at them almost halfway through the season. Whoa.
2: What? That was a tall claim. Unless you know know they were winning their division. Wait, wait. At the time, Brendan wasn't crazy. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say at the time, that's fucking true. But then why would he sneak in the first place?
1: Go ahead, Brandon. up, don't on what
0: that was. You know that the Browns were winning their division until like two weeks ago, and that they're in second in the division right now. Like, it's still not that far out of reach. You're, no, you're acting it's, like it's they're it's in last
2: It's not like, holy it's shit, like are going to go undefeated because that's never going to happen.
0: He's acting like they're last place in the AFC, which so, they just so
1: aren't. Let me, let me ask you a question then. Let me, let, let, let's get this kind of back on track here. What yeah. is the next step for the Browns? What do they have to do to achieve their potential?
0: I think you completely need to change the offense and, and start relying on the run game more.
1: Yeah, no, you got to look, look into we, You and I had this conversation before. Uh, you thought that Sony Michelle was good, uh, Todd Gurley was good, but I think we both kind of agreed that there's a chance that Nick Chubb is the best the running best back Georgia. to come out of that Georgia stud team the i Here think the thing a- about georgia that- all the
2: georgia bats are always bruisers they always keep getting hit in college they're used to win national championships which doesn't always happen but that's their goal at the time and they get so beat up that they don't last long in the league look at todd Gurley already he's beaten down he's not going to last another five years sony michelle i know it's only his second year but again he's had a few injuries i'm just saying the hey, georgia playbacks at- don't last
0: Take a look at Nick Chubb and what he's been able to do this year, not only stats wise, but just on the field in general. He's a freaking animal. Oh my God. He chews up yards. You need to rely on him more, and people are going to make the argument, oh, you're going to overwork him. Who comes back in week nine? Kareem fucking Hunt is going to be on the field. On my fantasy Keep team, right now. forgetting about Kareem Hunt. You need to work those two into the offense. Even if you're going to throw some screen passes, the ball needs to be in Baker Mayfield's hands as little as possible until you offense, get back to 500. Their That's offense
2: all I is a Think about it. When they got Nick Chubb at running back, hell, they've got David Njoku, if he was healthy, he's a great tight end. They've got Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry. They're all lying. It's mediocre at best, but it doesn't matter if Baker Mayfield can play to his potential and play as good as that he can play. He will be a good quarterback and they will be a good team. Now you can't, if
0: you're the Browns, you can't be in roll the dice mode anymore because you have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs this year. You need to play prevent mode. You need to ensure that you win your next few games. And then once you have that safety blanket, then you can work Baker Mayfield and his pass game back in. But for the next few weeks, you're two and four right now. You need to get back to 500. If you want a shot at the division, run the football.
2: Brandon. I just don't think that's going to happen because they would have done it already. They're two and four. But what well, they've done it in week three. Well, this all if comes you, down I to mean, coaching. They, though. Coaching.
0: They're two and four as of right, right. now. Yeah. All right. So all right, now all right, all right. all
2: right, all right,
1: all right, all right. Last two right. weeks they could have been Enough. 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 Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I <laughs> mean, you guys have said constantly about Baker Mayfield, and you need to get the ball out of his hands more and pound the ground. Yada, yada, yada. You're forgetting something. This guy has hyped himself up, okay, as being somebody that can throw the ball with the best of them. Secondly, he has only thrown hundred and thirty. Eight passes, I think. He's averaging about 33 uh, attempts a game, which is good for like 12th in the league. It's not top five, which you'd think it would be, based off the amount of picks he's thrown and the amount that we keep hearing that they're just slinging it out there. So I think that they are balancing the attack. I just think that right now, he's not that good. I think it's that simple. I don't think it's a matter of lessening the load. I think it's just straight up—he's not that good, guys. Yeah, right, right now, but How do you how young. do you
0: suggest to change the offense if he's not playing well?
2: Fire your coach. Your coach is terrible. Freddie Kitchens is the worst Should coach you just no, in the NFL. That's, that's not the answer always. But that's he's not, not the a answer. good coach. They made Listen, the worst hire that they could. I
0: know. I like no. I like Freddie Kitchens and his oh, offense. Absolutely. I think the issue is Baker Mayfield. He has not played a game yet this year where he's thrown more than one passing touchdown. If you're an elite quarterback in this league, you need to be averaging at least two to three passing touchdowns a game. He does not have a game in six starts where he has thrown more than one. And there's some games where he hasn't thrown any. So I I don't think Freddie Kitchens is the problem because their run game doesn't have an issue. When you get the balls into Jarvis Landry, Ricky Seals-Jones, and Odell's hands, they don't have a problem. The problem's Odell. I mean... Baker Mayfield. Odell,
2: yeah, no, but Odell, think about it too. Odell can't catch shit right now. He made he, I, saw, I saw the one catch he made, but there That's were most, shit, Is it not? What?
0: Is that shit? He caught, a, he caught a pretty nice pass yesterday. Yeah, but
2: what about the five that he dropped that were quick slants?
0: Listen, it's not a matter of the wide receivers need work because they don't. Jarvis Landry. The footballs the, were the,
2: in the, their hands,
0: bro. Dude, they're the most elite receivers in the league. Baker
2: Mayfield it, it, the football was in his hands every single time, and he dropped it. They like, You're an elite receiver in the NFL. You can't drop five-yard quick slants that are already in your hands. It's blasphemy. Absolutely blasphemy. I don't,
1: I don't, oh. All right, so one of the things that I've noticed in looking at Baker Mayfield's stats is that the more that they need to rely on him, the less he is delivered. This is a guy that prides himself on being on having stones, if you will. Right. On ha- on being a big game guy, a competitor. Then you got to show up in the big moments when they need him to throw 36, 38, 40 passes. Those are the games where he shits the bed. And quite honestly, those are the games where the offense struggles. I'm not saying that they need to transition into a running offense because quite frankly, that doesn't work unless your defense is legit, legit, which the Browns defense has not proven to be this year. So they can't just be a team that pounds the ground and tries to bleed the clock and win games. 21 17. That's just not what's going to happen. They have to shoot it out with them. Nick Chubb on the other hand, though, luckily for Baker is good at breaking out yards, good at breaking off big plays, chunk plays, he has the weapons, Juice, Odell, and Joku when he's healthy. These are guys that can transcend that offense. Right now, I say it. I said it before and I will say it again. He is the problem. Stop talking about Freddy Kitchens. Stop talking about Nick Chubb. Yes, Stop thank you. talking about the defense. The defense isn't shit, but it's not great. But this is a guy that talks about himself as being elite and being great. And being on that Mount Rushmore of today's NFL quarterbacks, well then, buddy, if you want to be elite, if you want to be that guy, if you want to be talked about that way, you got to fucking produce. You can't show up against chump teams. Look at Phillip Rivers. There's a guy that this kind of reminds me of. I love Phillip Rivers. He, He plays great against teams with losing records. He'll go out there and smack the shit out of the Jets. But when he comes to Foxborough, he shits the bed. Baker Mayfield, you don't want to be that guy, right? You want to be a winner. you That's the way you've hyped yourself up. Is, so go out there and produce. Stop talking. Stop doing commercials as a second-year player. Put that shit away. Yeah. Worry about your game right now. Stop worrying about your contract deals, right? Your Your other shit, whatever it is. Stop drinking so much,
2: which is pretty obvious. Whoa, 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 okay? <laughs> it's part of the man's personality. It's part of who, it's a part God, of who, that's who saying John Daly issue. shouldn't be sober. Yeah, like what, well, who, would John, who would John be Daly be without the cocaine? Like, let's be real. Probably <laughs> what I mean by shouldn't be, be sober cocaine? is that he should stop be, Honestly,
1: Fonz, 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 you know me, all right? You know me well. You know I'm a John Daly guy. You also know that John Daly would be a six-time major champion if it weren't for the drugs yeah, and the would he alcohol. Be
2: as goddamn cool as he is right now. Hell no. Would I don't think are cool, he be fifty million dollars in debt? I don't think
1: drugs. I don't think drugs are he that didn't cool.
2: lose first. ninety-eight million at the poker tables?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think drugs are that cool personally. Continue, Brendan. <laughs> All right, Carp.
0: You you mentioned Philip Rivers going against the Jets, and I think that's a good segue to talking about the New York Jets they they took down the Cowboys yeah, wait, yesterday wait, wait. are
2: we talking and about I'm, the Cowboys right now Because we're going to talk about both, both. Well, I'm, we're talking talking about past,
0: both. I'm really interested to hear what you boys have to say that was and I have my take obviously and there were reasons why obvious reasons why the Cowboys lost that game but
1: Chase like, you go first off? Chase you go first so then we can all adjust the bullshit that comes out of your mouth okay go ahead <laughs>
2: It was fucking, it was atrocious. Just, it was, it was, it was a pretty awful game to watch. Very, I guess, unentertaining if you're not from New York. The Cowboys. Unentertaining. I mean, if you're not from New York, or sorry, if you are from Dallas, I mean, everywhere else, everyone just wanted to see Dallas lose. Oh, Robbie. Yep. Robbie. Robbie. What? I will just stop talking, Robbie. You can. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Sorry. No. 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 Chase. Go.
1: Nope. Chase. What? Chase, just continue what? talking. I wasn't shooting at you. I was falling asleep because what you were saying was so stupid and boring. But keep going.
2: <laughs> go ahead. You know what, Bobby? I just want to talk. <laughs> talk. I just to talk. that's fine.
1: fine. <laughs> All right, so can oh, I can oh, I jump in? Go ahead. I'm, here, here, can out, I jump in, going, please. please?
0: Can I please jump in at this point? Can yes,
1: please. Because I, I
0: know where he was going. Show. I just want to save everybody from having to listen to what the fuck he was about to say. This was not a bad football game at all. First of all, the Cowboys were without arguably the best receiver in the NFL right now. Amari Cooper went down in the first quarter and did not come back. Des Bryant. No. Amari Cooper suffered what is sounding like a pretty bad injury on like the first drive of the game and did not come back. So Dak Prescott already lost his number one target. Who does he end up throwing to? Who does he end up throwing to? Let me know. Michael Gallup, Tavon Austin, Jason Witten. They cannot catch the football. Tavon Austin. I thought, retired in 2011. And somehow he's, he's just back the on the Cowboys.
1: So, yeah, he yeah but he retired it. and came back. No, and he, is, football. He, football.
0: he has been he has been fucking atrocious this year. He had like one game oh, where he scored fan, a touchdown. He's the crutch of
1: the inarticulate, so stop swearing so much.
0: Sorry, um, it's just... But anyway, this was not a bad football game at all. People are getting on the Cowboys for losing to the Jets. But bottom line is, the Cowboys just did not have all the resources they needed to win this game.
2: Their 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 chips were down.
0: They lost by two points. The Jets played a really good game. Jets offense was booming. Sam Darnold first game back from getting mono, slipping a little tongue and caught mono out at a New York bar. First game back. He absolutely slung the football. Robbie Anderson looked great. Le'Veon Bell did well blocking, which is surprising for Le'Veon Bell. He protected Sam Darnold. They just outplayed the Cowboys. I don't think you need to get all over the Cowboys' backs. They were without Amari Cooper. You could tell they were tired. They were getting worn out on defense. Defense was constantly on the field. I don't think this is indicative of anything in their season. You just got to chalk it up to a well, bad playing Brennan, environment.
1: Brennan, it's funny you said they outplayed the the, the the Cowboys. The Cowboys had 400 yards of offense. The Jets yeah. didn't.
0: Okay. Yes, but at the they end of the day, it. the Jets won the game 24 to 22. Outplayed.
1: Right. Not always is that actually accurate.
0: That no, both sides of the ball, not just offense. Both sides of
1: the ball. Defense. Look, I think this addresses a bigger issue. Let's talk contracts. Let's talk money. <laughs> First of all, Ezekiel Elliott is not that great of a running back. Running backs oh, are the oh, most oh,
0: oh,
1: oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Running backs are the most replaceable athletes in the world today. That's a fact. There are so many guys that just step in and run, right? Like that that's what they do. Running backs are the most replaceable athletes on the football field, maybe even in professional sports. Find me a different position. You can't. There's no position in sports. That they're not rep- – look at the Patriots. <laughs> is that replaceable? Dude, he's they- fine. That new guy's great. Dude, he's missed
0: like five field goals already. Yeah, he's great.
1: <laughs> anyway, my point is, it, it, Ezekiel Elliott's a product of the offensive line. Dak Prescott's a product of the offensive line. And we've seen it. When they haven't got the – Support that they need. Neither one of these guys are thirty million dollar players, let alone forty. That Dak wants get that shit out of here. Secondly, how long? I'm a Jason Garrett guy. I fucking love Jason Garrett. Ah, he's you know, he always cool. clapping and stupid high fives and high five and high five. So got, I love. He didn't Garrett. high five. Him.
0: He's
2: not gonna last, bro. He's just but, not gonna last. I was just gonna get there.
1: What? How long can he stay there with he no won't. success? He's not I, gonna last. I he's think the Cowboys are going guys, to
0: the Super Bowl this year. No! <laughs> oh my okay. God! Who just laughed at that? We just laughed at that? I didn't name me, focus. name me a team in the NFC that's gonna beat them. Name me a team in the NFC that's gonna beat the them. The
2: Rams.
0: Fuck you! The Rams have lost three games in a row. You idiot! Oh You're son. a moron. The Rams aren't You're even gonna make the team playoffs,
2: teams, bro. <laughs> Better team than the Cowboys.
0: Name me an NFC team that's going to beat the Cowboys.
2: San
0: Francisco 49ers. The 49ers. No, the 49ers <laughs> are not an experienced team. In the playoffs, they're going to crumble. The fact that you said the Rams are going to beat the it okay. tells me okay. you okay. don't Brandon, know shit Brandon, about Brandon, football. Fonzie, what are you talking about? Tell me the Rams are going to make it to the Super Bowl.
2: They're not. I didn't say the Super Bowl. They'll make it to the playoffs, but the 49ers. The 49ers. Fonzie, the Rams. Will have, beat the, the Dallas Cowboys. The
0: defending NFC champions have lost three games in a row. You're He's f- trying to tell me that the the Rams are going to see the Cowboys.
2: They will. They will. No, they won't. They're a more experienced team than Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. I'm telling oh you right now. Oh, my God. They are. Oh, my are God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: Chase, what the fuck are you on? You said that the Cowboys played like shit. They threw for over 400 yards. Dude,
2: Dak threw for 270 yards and no
0: touchdowns! They had 400 yards of offense! You got every pick wrong this week in the pick'em, so congrats. You got every single pick wrong in the pick'em, so congrats. (laughs) Oh, no! Oh my god, why (laughs) the fuck is this kid still in Mr.
2: SEC Division 1 hockey player, oh no!
0: Dude, honestly. I can't... I can't even fucking stand this kid. Kick him off the fucking podcast.
2: But look at the jersey he's got. Oh
0: right. Kid oh. doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about.
2: Oh. He's gone.
0: Dude.
2: He's gone.
0: Can I just say one thing? You're taking what I said out of... Con- First of all, you and I aren't talking about the same thing. Fonzie, I said if it comes down to an NFC championship game between the Cowboys and the Rams... The First Cowboys. of all, I don't think the Rams are going to get there. I'm I'm saying, who in the playoffs are going to knock the Cowboys out in the NFC?
2: The Rams
1: and the 49ers. Anybody.
2: No. Anybody.
0: Not the Rams. I would argue the Saints or the 49ers, and that the would be Saints, a competitive but the game.
2: Saints. Here's the thing about the Saints. When Drew Brees comes back after his thumb injury, that can easily be re-injured, I feel like. I feel like Drew Brees. Yeah, is but they're
0: the doing fine with Teddy Bridgewater. Sure,
2: but they're doing fine with Teddy Bridgewater. But Teddy Bridgewater doesn't look. have the experience of
1: Drew Brees. Also, also the Teddy Two Gloves hype is unbelievable. Jeez. Let's be real here. If you watched any of the Saints game, who here has watched every Saints game since Brees has gone down? I, I have. Watched
0: red zone? Does that count? I, uh, game to game, I watched red zone. So I kinda,
1: but not really. I have watched every single red, uh, Saints game, start to finish, mainly because I bet on them. But that's. <laughs> That's beside the I- point. <laughs> totally not relevant. Anybody who's actually watched the games, he he really isn't that good. I mean, he's a backup. Okay. He's a thank backup. God. Thank God. But
0: I thought you were about to say this that he was good.
1: No, no. There's so many people who like, for example, Kyle Allen. I I'd rather have him as my quarterback. Than I think even. they're gonna Fine go with simple. him. However. Drew Brees will not lose his job. The Saints will not get worse with Drew Brees. The morale will not decrease. No, the the way only that reason why the Saints are, are winning is because of Alvin Kamara. Yeah. However, thank you. And the defense has made timely yeah. plays when it counts. They haven't been ex- outstanding. Oh, I they got Marshawn Lattimore. Plays. They yeah. won a game without. Sc- remember, they won a game without scoring a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, there's that. They didn't
0: look they didn't look good against the Jaguars. They didn't look good against the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, they had a decent game against the Bucs, but the Bucs secondary gets torn apart every game. Um, I I think it's just a how should I put this like 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 survival because they need to kind of thing. Like, I really think this like like if Tom Brady were to go down right now, but like and we knew he was coming back later in the year. The Patriots wouldn't look to like run the offense up on every team. It's like a, it's like a stay afloat kind of thing until we, you know, until Drew Brees is back. Yeah. They aren't. Look, Teddy Bridgewater isn't being asked to come into these games and throw for four hundred plus yards no, and they three touchdowns. They no, make no, 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 no. They know what his look role at, is. Look at
1: a Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, his ceiling, his ceiling is one hundred and ninety. No, is alex smith that's his ceiling that's the best teddy bridgewater can be can we agree on that yes yeah okay the best part about teddy bridgewater is that his basement is joe flacco yeah his basement is higher than
0: like a normal backup but (laughs) his ceiling is low
1: yeah but flacco's
2: elite
1: well that's (laughs) what i love flacco he's one of my top 10 favorite quarterbacks of all time I'm dead serious. We're I, getting Trevor Flacco, Broncos jersey. Dude, you give, me, you give me two quarterbacks that I need to win one game ever. My first pick is Tom Brady. My second pick is Joe Flacco. Don't even – don't at me. <laughs> but um, besides the point, my my, my whole thing is um, Teddy Bridgewater can do what he needs to do and do what the offense asks of him and hold down the fort. But – The Saints are going to be better with – and the whole thing that ties it back is, Brennan, you said who out of the NFC can beat the the Cowboys. I see that the Saints will beat the Cowboys with Teddy Bridgewater and will beat them handily with Drew Brees. So there's that. I mean, they win – I just – I want to offer – With Sean Payton. They win in the quarterback department with either one of their guys. They win in the running back department. They win on the defense department. Plain and simple. All just okay. game. They win in the kicking game, especially. Keep going.
0: I want to offer two things up talking about the Saints now. First of all, there's a misconception that I've been seeing on Twitter a lot where people are upset with Teddy Bridgewater's performance. Taking the moon. And this landed. is this is what the Saints. <laughs> this yeah, is what this is what the Saints are asking of Teddy Bridgewater. In when it, when does Drew Brees come back?
2: Like four weeks
0: now okay so in the seven weeks that teddy bridgewater is starting if they can look back and see green w's in the column for the majority of those games he did his job
1: dude that's his what the job was to be 500 plain and simple
0: yeah exactly yeah. he's exceeding expectations absolutely so that's i just want to clear that up teddy bridgewater is not out there to break records and throw for you know a significant amount of yards he is out there to get w's the second thing that I want to offer up, and this is more of a question, why isn't Hill playing quarterback?
2: What?
1: Bridgewater's doing a good job. What's your what's your I know you, I you I know but you can't but like, ask this question unless there's an argument attached. I mean No no no. Like I'm
0: legitimately asking, like, why isn't Taysom Hill not like the starting quarterback, but like yeah, I wondered this they, last year too, they, they, why is he on their team?
1: Teddy Bridgewater is the highest paid backup in the league. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not saying he should
0: start over him. I'm literally asking why is Taysom Hill on the Saints. Like the, yeah, the honestly, amount of I don't, I don't know. they use him so little.
1: You said it yourself. You guys haven't been watching the games. They've been using him. They use him so years. little, though. I feel like right, he's so talented the, enough he is, to play anywhere else. I agree. So then the thing is, when they do use him, it's he's so effective. predictable. No, oh, yeah, that's true. Been, it's like do you remember when the Jets signed Tim Tebow and they would yeah. put him in on like fake punts? They, and then, they
0: do, the Ravens and then, do it with RG3 last year. Yeah.
1: Right. And everybody would be like, oh, they're, guys, they got a fake punt. I mean, they got yeah, a like quarterback. Yeah, like when Taysom in. Hill comes yeah. in, you've
0: got Alvin <laughs> Kamar in the backfield. He's not handing the ball off. It's obvious they're going to run a
1: player option right. and he's going to run it. <laughs> right. So th- there's that. However, I was also going to add There's been probably three historic defenses in the history of the NFL. The Iron Curtain Steelers, um, the 2000s era Ravens, and the 80s Bears, 85 specifically. Yep. Where all that they would ask of their quarterback is don't turn the ball over. Yeah. And they're the players. Don't.
0: (laughs) It's Mike's not on.
1: He's all, the, all, all, <laughs> the, all right, all right, let me let me finish. All that yeah, they it would was, ask is don't turn the ball over. And quite frankly, that's all that they're asking of Teddy Bridgewater. You watch that first game he started, he threw a pick. Did you see the pick? It yep. hit the receiver like in the chest. It was like Yeah. yeah. You know? He looked like Seth at first. Uh, <laughs> a new TBR member. He'll get it that I'm messing with him, but it, yeah. it just wasn't good. So I, I think that that's all Teddy Bridgewater's job is. Don't turn the ball over. We'll put up points. You know, the the, the talented players, Michael. He's got the best receiver in in, in football. So yep. there's that. Um, yeah. What's next? So
0: I want to talk about another backup quarterback that I predicted this at, uh, like two weeks ago. And I'm pissed that I didn't predict it in my week six stardom sit I bought into the hype at the last minute. I said, I was talking to a friend of mine who has Gardner Minshew on his fantasy team. And I said, dude, you got to be careful. He's going to fall from grace one of these days. And I said, I guarantee you it's going to be against the Saints. And he was like, oh, no, that's going to be his breakout week. And everyone got into my head this week. I wrote that week six, stardom, sit him. And I said to start Gardner Minshew because the Saints secondary is ranked third worst in the league. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a crazy reach, but this was the week that Gardner Minshew fell from from grace. Uh, the Jaguars looked like shit. The Saints didn't look great either. But this was a game that Gardner Minshew really should have shined, and he didn't. And I think he's starting to show his true colors as a backup. I don't know what you guys think, though.
2: Yeah. Uh, here's the thing about Minshew Mania, all right? He had all this hype built up around him. Uh, after that first, first game he played, you know, big guy coming from um, – coming from Washington. Washington State. Yep. State. And he had the mustache and all this stuff. He had all like the advertisements. Everything was all about Minshew media. But they're starting to figure him out. It's just like what Jordan Bennington's going to go through this year. The players, the pros, and the veterans are all going to figure him out and shut him down. It's that simple. He's not a great quarterback. He's good. I'll give him that. He's got the talent. He can play in the NFL, but he's not meant to be a starter. He's gonna. He should be a career backup.
1: Yep.
0: All
2: right. Let's be real
1: here. It's too early to tell. Yeah. Being totally honest, he's given himself a chance. If if Nick Foles comes back and they decide to go with Nick Foles um, for the future of that franchise, then Gardner Minshew will get a chance somewhere else. You're telling me that the Broncos won't say, "Hey, come 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 over here and and you know start a few games for us." We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gardner Minshew has done at least that. So as far as career backup goes. He's going to show up in places the way Ryan Fitzpatrick shows up in places and they say, "Let's give him a shot. We'll see what happens." You know what I mean? If if he catches fire, he's our guy. And like you said, he's got the talent. Okay? So, he can play. why not give him a shot? Secondly, he's young, very young. Yeah. So, I I like the fact that A, he wasn't in college for one year or 3 years. Obviously, I know how college football works. You got to do the 3 years. But my point is, he was kind of the face of the Cougars out there at Washington State. Yeah. So he knows how to handle big-time pressure um, coming from a college that hasn't really been that elite since Drew Bledsoe in the late 90s. Bledsoe! I mean, in the early 90s. Ser- quite seriously. So um, the Washington State was is no joke in terms of publicity. They had college game day last year. You know what I mean? So Gardner Minshew's a winner. Let's put yeah. that first. He had them ranked top 10 at one point, Washington State. Yep. Um, so as far as he goes, career backup, I don't know about that, Fonz. I, I really don't think that. Um, I mean, it is but, early, but like from
2: what I've seen from that past game, that's what I think.
1: And your best point, Fonz, was that they figured him out. More than anything, the NFL's a chess game. We've seen that. The greatest chess player in the history of the world is not a chess player. It's Bill Belichick. Yeah, Um, and that's because he knows what plays are going to be called before they're called, things like that. Gardner Minshew, welcome to the league. That happened. You're seeing an increased amount on the pass rush, trying to see if he can get the ball out quicker, allow him less time to kind of make the moves. But we'll see what happens. I think that he'll adjust back, and then the NFL is going to adjust back the same way that everything does. I think he's a good player, good quarterback, and it's too early to tell whether or not that this is the Gardner Minshew we're going to see. Or what's actually going to happen? Exactly.
0: Yeah, talking about too early too. I want to go off of that. What's tough for Gardner Minshew? He's really catching a bad break, um, publicity-wise, with this whole Jalen Ramsey thing, because there hasn't been a lot of good coming from the Jaguars' uh, PR lately. A lot of talk about Jalen Ramsey requesting trades. A lot of talk about uh, what's the owner's name? Con.
2: I have no Sal, idea.
0: Sal Khan or something. I don't know. Yeah, He's, it's
1: like Shao Khan.
0: Yeah, something like that about him and Jalen Ramsey having a heart-to-heart conversation. And finally, it, it looked like Ramsey was going to stay. And then Jalen Ramsey still didn't play. So a lot, of, a lot of negative stuff coming from the Jaguars' front office. And they've started to ride the wave of Gardner Minshew and the Minshew mania. And that's kind of the one thing they're hanging on to. They made the game against the Saints, like, Minchu day, and they were giving out free mustaches to, like, everybody, and everyone in the stands is wearing them, and he comes out and throws for, like, less than 200 yeah. yards, throws a pick, no touchdowns, and they lose. So I think he's really getting a bad break because there's so much pressure on him now in the national media, in the local media in Jacksonville, to be this, like, unbelievable offensive stud. Through six weeks, he's A... It's way too early for him to be considered a star, and B, he's got all this pressure on his shoulders because you're seeing posts about him on Barstool about oh Gardner Minshew's electric, all this. The it's it's Minshew Day in Jacksonville. Right. He's right. he cracked under the pressure, and I feel bad for him because no. he's yeah. a really no.
1: talented quarterback. No. no, he he doesn't crack under the pressure. He's young. The difference between him and Baker and Mayfield, okay, is that Mayfield is somebody that toots his own horn. and and says that he can handle the
2: pressure.
1: Minshew hasn't done that. The publicity created by Gardner Minshew or about around Gardner Minshew is exactly that. It's created around him.
2: It's not not him doing
1: it. it. He's not somebody that's saying that. He's just a young quarterback trying to make his way in the NFL the same way any other quarterback was. The only difference is he's got a cool stash and a lot of fans.
0: Yeah, and so, his dad is a fucking tank. Dude, his
1: dad's
2: an absolute <laughs> tank. <like laughs> brick wall. See, like, we're doing oh, it right Vito, now. We're my, hyping him up. Dude, Vito Viscani "My
1: Mac, like. my Mac is about to die. So if I lose you guys, that's why. But okay, let's um, so let's see what we can do here in the next couple of minutes.
0: All right, yeah. So enough about uh, we've talked a lot about the NFL. Maybe we'll go back to it at the end of the episode. Let's transition quickly. Uh, we're all big hockey guys. The NFL. Oh, Jesus Christ. The NHL season started up. By the way, uh, we have a, a brother podcast, the Garden Podcast, hosted by me. For God. Uh,
2: it's not called the Garden. It's the Garden.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The Garden Podcast, hosted by me, Farulo, and this girl, Cara. She's new to TBR. She's awesome, so you guys should definitely check out her stuff. She writes for a bunch of different publications, has her own Instagram account. Uh, really successful, and we're really excited to have her on the staff. But, uh, yeah, we haven't really talked about hockey ever since the season ended because nothing's happened. season finally started up, and the biggest surprise – no, Fonzie, I'm not talking about the Hurricanes. What? The biggest surprise. Sorry, you can't argue with me that the biggest surprise so far is the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Who lost to the Carolina Hurricanes.
0: Right, but people have been... Like, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the new Golden State Warriors, and the hype was so real last year after winning the President's Trophy, and they got swept in the first round. The yeah. hype was so real this offseason after they stacked up and they got Pat Maroon, and people were like, oh, this is finally the team they're gonna they're going to bounce back from last year. And they are, like... Tied dead last in yeah. the yeah. Atlantic Division right now. Granted, we've only played like six games. Not yeah. we, the NHL has oh, oh. only had six games.
1: Before Fonz go, uh, goes off about this, let me yeah. add something before I die. My computer dies here. Um, sure. First, the Lightning, uh, y- you can't blame them if morale in that locker room right now is not 100%. Okay. Yes, they have the talent. Yes, they know that. Um, however, they all, they're not stupid, okay. They know that they got swept in the first round by a Johnny torts led Columbus Blue Jacket team, right? Yeah. So, so you can it's understandable if the morale in that locker room is um, sort of oozing negativity, if you will. Um, yep. Secondly, uh, it, it's hard to get a season going when you have talent and then you add pieces that you've talked about. Um, it's tough to just get rolling, especially when you're trying to figure out what combos you're going to do early on in the year. This is not a team like the Bruins where they bring back every single piece and that the chemistry is already there and that they know what they're doing. This is a team that has talent and added to that talent and also kind of had some some shufflings up front. So there's that. Um, I will end this by saying that our website is brand new. Got to throw <laughs> a plug in there. Take a look of at course, that. Of
0: course. Um,
1: our writer, Colin Cater, it just put out an NBA predictions article that'll be out. So guys, you can talk about that, um, you know, in an upcoming podcast or whatever, but yeah. I've enjoyed being on. Thanks. I'm literally going to die. It's a yeah, Carbrews, great to
0: have you. Uh, well, we want to have, I mean, obviously we, I mean, you're the co-host, but like, when your computer isn't dead later in the week, we'll uh, we'll get you back and we can do a full episode with you.
1: Yeah.
0: Sweet. Uh, it was good to hear yeah. from you. I haven't talked to you in a long-ass time.
1: I know. A lot of people don't know this. Um, Brennan and I had beef. Um, <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: feud uh, of the century.
1: Oh yeah, it really was. I mean, you think great rivalries. You think Pepsi, Coke, Red Sox, Yankees, Montreal, uh, Boston. Um, you also think, um, Robbie Carpentier, Brendan, Will, we had beef, um, but it's good to be back. It's all good now. Yeah. No, I just both, want to clarify something. We had a good something. try. We had a good It try. was, it, was it wasn't mis- real. It was a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't,
0: it wasn't real on the end of Fonzie and I, we were just like bored at this like open house that we had to stay for. Don't drag and-
1: Fonzie into this. I was never mad at Fonzie.
0: No, 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 um, but he was you you have to be dragged into this, Fonzie, because he was oh one of the driving forces behind it. God. Including myself. Including myself.
1: Tell me but, how it was Fonzie, Fonz, Tell very me that
0: facial. night that you weren't stirring the pot a little bit.
1: It's very oh, race. sent me a Ross. video. I put it on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. very racial Ross. We were on a break, we weren't, type
2: of thing.
0: Yeah, well, Carp <laughs> thinks it was real and it wasn't. But anyway, that's behind us now. <laughs>
2: Hey, we're all a family here. Okay, family I, we're family. back to
1: being best friends. I, to just clarify for for Fonz here, I asked Fawns to put a video online of me being a dick, and um, that's how Fawns got involved. I think. Uh, I don't know. It's a so story that you don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll, I'll yeah, let's. I, I'll, I'll even go for tomorrow. So if we can do I'll that, I'll do
0: tomorrow. hundred percent. Right.
1: Perfect. See you, fellas. I uh, look great forward great to great listening to your hockey breakdown. See ya. Yeah. See ya. And Tampa Bay they're... Lightning.
2: One second. Tampa Bay Lightning get outshot <laughs> by the Hurricanes, fifty to fourteen. Tell me that's not embarrassing. I'm a Hurricanes fan, and I, Dude, man, I, I I'm on your side. Good. I don't think they
0: that could. good. Listen, I have a huge bold prediction right now, and I know people are gonna hate me for this. Guess who your two Eastern Conference leaders are gonna be?
2: The Carolina Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins.
0: A hundred percent. And I'm not saying that cause cause we're boys and you're a hurricanes fan. but honestly, I, I'm, I'm I honestly think that's what's gonna happen. It's way too early to tell, but hey, I
2: feel it. I feel it.
0: Hurricanes are buzzing. The Bruins are buzzing. Why not? I don't think no.
2: I, I hate Dougie Hamilton. He's got like nine points right Mike now. Hamilton too. I absolutely despise the man. I hope that he burns in an ability, him, but in a nice, fun, caring, loving way. But <laughs> he is a horrible defenseman. Terrible defenseman. He should not be a defenseman. He should he be should. a right wing. The
0: way he guarded Ovechkin in that playoff series last Disgusting. year. Disgusting. Oh, my God. Pathetic.
2: Disgusting.
0: But um, here, here's another bold prediction. Tampa Bay Lightning, wildcard team.
2: Yes, I agree with that statement. Don't at me. Because, I mean, Let's right now, me. they're, they're off to a slow start. And you hate to see it, but you love to watch it. But they're the Tampa Bay Lightning, all right? They've yeah. got one of the best watchers in the league. They've got a great goalie. they got Steven Stamkos. They're a great team. They will easily bounce back from this. If they're not a wild card team, I think they'll just make the playoffs in general. Yeah. That's how Listen, I feel the, about the
0: Eastern, it. The Eastern Conference is where it's at, all right? The West is so, just like, just like in my opinion in the NFL, the West is so wide open. Yeah, the the Eastern Conference is so tight. Oh, my God. You could go from the like the Bruins could easily miss the playoffs. Like, and I'm not saying that they're going to play bad and miss the playoffs. It's just that's how good our conference yeah, it's, it's is right now. Conference. Yeah. The, yeah, the Bruins could could fall easily. The The Hurricanes could fall easily. Yeah. The Lightning have fallen easily. So it's it is not by any means. People shouldn't automatically assume, oh, Bruins were in the Stanley Cup. They're making the playoffs. Nothing yeah, is guaranteed in the East. If they were in the West, I'd say that the you know there are teams in the West that are probably already buy-ins for the playoffs that you could lock in if you were going to put money on them that they'll make the playoffs. But the East is so like the like the Florida Panthers could jump ahead. Oh yeah. Just like t- just saying.
2: She just think about the Panthers, all right. It's all going to come down to if Sergey Bobrovsky plays good. Oh. Sergey Bobrovsky is known to choke in the playoffs if they make it to the playoffs i could see that happening they're a young team they have the ability to do that they can go and they can have a great regular season and make it either the wild card or they can just make the playoffs in general but it comes down to goaltending with the carolina hurricanes last year what did it come down to it came down to peter Mrazek getting hurt having curtis mcelini playing that it yeah. came down to goaltending that's what it's all about and Bennington, yeah. jordan Bennington. New goalie in the NHL last year in the Stanley Cup Finals. took a rest. you can't blame the Cup on him. He played great. You can't say he blew the Stanley Cup Finals. It was the fact that Jordan Bennington is a new goalie. They couldn't figure him out. It's like every goalie in the NHL that's a veteran, you've got Bobrovsky, you've got Lundqvist, you've got yeah. Vasilevsky, you've got veteran goalies in the league that you yeah. know where their weak spots are. Bennington's a new guy. It didn't work out for the Bruins.
0: Yeah. It's, you know... I said this on the Garden Podcast. I'm going for a repeat Stanley Cup this year. Bruins and Blues, Stanley Cup. I'm, I'm, I, I think it's going to be a really similar season in the NHL to 2008, 2009, and uh, 2007, 2008, when the Red Wings and the Penguins went back-to-back, back-to-back. played each other. I think that's going to happen this year. I just... It, it's starting to... Not starting to. It's felt like it's going to be one of those years. I think the Blues are going to easily win the West. I don't see anybody contested like the Dallas stars could make a run for the Western conference finals. Um, Vegas. I don't think the sharks are as good as they've been in recent years, but I, I think, think the Vegas is good. The blues definitely lost a key goal scorer in Pat Maroon. He was, he was Mr. Overtime in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think they're going to go back to the Stanley cup finals. Heavy prediction.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see it, but let, let's not forget about the Winnipeg jets. Okay. The Jets yeah. are a, a sleeper team, all right? Yeah, You've got,
0: notorious sleeper team, too. Always.
2: Whenever they're in the playoffs, it's like, oh, all right, it's the Winnipeg Jets. But the whiteout, the fans, they've got the fans behind them. Like every, The Canes didn't lose a game until the Bruins at home because of their fans. They went undefeated at home until the Bruins series. Yeah. they like, The fans, it has a huge thing to do with it. You're telling me that having a fan base like the Whiteout in Winnipeg and having a player like Patrick Laine and Dustin Buffen and all these big guys carrying your team wouldn't be a great team to play with in the playoffs. I think they're going to make the playoffs and have a shot at it in the Western Conference Finals. All right,
0: I, I just want to say something real quick. I'm going to talk about this on the Garden Podcast too, but I, I need to get this off my chest right now. You were talking about the fans and the environment. I just need to rant for a second. If garden this, seats. If the Yes, if this is all right with everybody. The the TD Garden, if you're not familiar with what's been happening, changed, yes. added about 400 or so seats to the garden. Oh. So they sweet. painted all the seats black so they're no longer that classic yellow and black down in the in the lower bowl and then the black in the premium and then the yellow up at top. And it looks yeah, you know, so it looks like so statement, badass. The statement
2: of the TD Garden, like what it's known for. Yeah, they got rid of it. Exactly.
0: Like notorious yellow seats of the TD Garden. They're all black now. They're it's trying terrible. to move into the direction of like the Madison Square Garden modern seats. It's not just the Bruins home rink. It's it's a venue huh, venue fun fun fact word of the day venue but anyway they in adding 400 seats the the room between the seats has significantly gotten smaller i'm not a tall person i've been told i have a long figure and a short torso that's that's just what i've been told um, my legs were, were right up against the seat. I'm my, true. my knees were killing me. There's not enough room to just walk right on by you. Literally we Like we were usher bumping each other in there trying to get to our seats. Cause there's no room. Like I'm, I'm buddy bumping with the guy next to me. Cause I can't get to my seat. Cause there's like this much room in between yeah. my, the edge of my seat and the seat in front of me. And They completely changed the area, the ramp where you walk up. Remember how you used to the ramp would go like this straight down and you'd be like at the the level. And then there's like seats you can go off this way or this way. And then there's seats this way. Now it comes down and there's a stairway that comes up. What? So you can't watch the game while you're waiting.
2: Are you kidding me?
0: The ushers make you sit, stand at the bottom of the steps and I go, excuse me, I'm not going to pass the line. I just want to watch the game. And they go, no, you need to stay down there. So now I get up to go to the bathroom, which by the way, the lines in the bathroom are ridiculous because there's no room in the concourse. Yeah. I go to the bathroom in the middle of the game. I come back. That's a sacrifice. I come back and I can't even watch the game on the big screen because I've got these these low-level ushers telling me I've got to wait at the bottom of the steps. And the way the steps are angled, you cannot see the big screen. So I missed like 10 minutes of the game just standing out there. Ridiculous. Dude,
2: it's, it's, it's BS. Think about the fans. Don't think about the money. You're still going to have plenty of fans going to every game. You're going to sell out the garden because Boston is a hockey town. It's a hockey city. Well, not a basketball city. Sure, the Celtics, I think they're going to do great this year. But that's another point for another time. Boston is a hockey city. Yeah, Don't hockey ruin town. the game for the fans. Let the fans enjoy the arena, enjoy the atmosphere, and enjoy the Boston Garden. Not yep. this new, modern Boston Garden with black seats. Bring the back society. the yellow seats. I don't even... Honestly, I hate it. I despise the idea. Yep. Get rid of it. They're trying to modernize the entire TD Garden. I thought the Garden was fine. I didn't the Garden.
0: It loses that character, too, because Boston is a blue-collar, hard-nosed hockey town. This isn't like a modern... Ooh, ooh, hipster man bun town. This is a hard nosed blue collar work for your shit town, yeah. and yeah. that's reflected through our hockey team, through guys like Sean Corrali and Chris Wagner, Joachim Nordstrom diving in front of shots. It it's reflects through our hockey team, and now we've got this like BS arena that looks like looks shit. like we're ready to watch a a William eyelash concert with these seats. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and the other <laughs> well, thing is. What? You know how much I love going to the Bruins games. I've been going my whole life. I just, I love the TD Garden. I, you've seen the videos I post on my story in the playoffs. It's electric in there. We go crazy at the Bruins games. I was sitting there game one last or two nights ago now thinking I'd rather be watching at home. This sucks. I can't see anything. I've got these ushers telling me I can't watch the game while I'm waiting to get back to my seat. It takes me about a year to get back to my seat. There's my legs are. Killing me because my knees are getting pressed against the seat in front of me, and the seats are all black. I'd rather watch from my house, and I think that's what I'm gonna do until the playoffs.
2: All in all, they completely ruined the atmosphere of the Boston Garden
0: 100%. 100%. It's a disappointment, too. You know, it's that feeling when, like, you it's 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 like helpless, like, you know, that it's wrong. And I don't mean this in like a bullying way, like, hey, I saw something that was wrong. I mean, like, this is what they did was just not the way to go. Terrible idea. And I have to live with it now. Yeah, like, it sucks. I um, I will probably do a few more this week. It's been a while. Um, You know, obviously, we're back in school now. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're getting free time during the day. We've been doing a lot of pick doing a lot of content on the Instagram. Uh, but we're starting to get back into the podcast grind. So um, that's all I've got.
2: Well, we got to get into the NBA next week because that season's coming up. Zion Williamson, obviously the talk of the town. We'll get into that next time. Uh, That's all I got. Hit up TBR on Twitter. Hit up TBR on Instagram. Follow us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Go get them on TBR. Keep on looking out for all the content. We'll be at Patriots Browns on October 27th. Yeah, we yeah. might be at Bruins Canes. And we're certainly going to some BC games. We will be yeah. going to Merrimack Games. We'll be going to college sports, pro sports, whatever you want us to do, we'll be there. That's all I gotta say. End it up, B.
0: Yeah, and also just go um I know you guys all follow TBR and you know follow us on our personals. And I, I appreciate all the fans. Like you guys have started DMing us. Responding to our stories, which I really appreciate. That's what keeps the account going. Go and um go and follow our new writers and our new staff members, Kara, Seth, Brandon, um, Colin. Go follow all of them. I'll link their socials, I'll put it up on the Instagram. But they're really cool people. We really appreciate them, you know, joining the staff at TBR. It's the beginning of a great year. It's already been a great year for us. You know, we're growing we're doing all this We're doing all that, you know, a little bit of here, a little bit of that. Uh, it's really been a good year. We're having a ton of fun with it. And you know, I just, I'm so excited to be able to share that with more people and get more people involved. So go follow them on Instagram and, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening. This was a fun episode to uh, to record. I'm glad we got Carp back.
2: Uh, it was great to hear from Carp. and it was good to talk to Chase, too. I mean, I might have seen him four times in the past three days, but it was good to talk to him again. <laughs> yeah, Fuzz, <laughs> it was good
0: hearing from you. You know, I see you every day, but hey, it's it's always fun on a Monday night to, to check in with you. <laughs> but yeah, you know, hearing from Carp was good. Obviously, you guys know he's at college now, so we don't see him as much uh we don't see him at all actually he goes to college across the country but uh yeah it's always good to you know we stay connected with him through tbr he's heading the website now i'm really proud of the work he's been doing on the website uh it looks great the design we've added some some cool stuff on there so uh yeah all right all right that's, that's all it. i've got thanks next for time, listening. Boys. until next time <laughs> episode 22 thanks for listening